Welcome back, y'all. We're back here again. My voice is still not at 100%. She curly nerd Jess. Back again with her magical Negro. <laughs> Everyone's favorite well-spoken magical Negro. Thank you very much. There we go. The ABC. You know what I'm saying? The Ace Boone. About the ball out of control. Way too many letters. I failed on that one. Yeah. Anyway, how are you doing? You sound uh, you sound like you have not caught up on your rest yet. So funny you should say that. I slept like nine, ten hours last night. I actually decided not to work out this morning. I'm trying. I'm going to Vegas on Friday, so I'm trying to get chose for four days. You know. <laughs> so I've been trying to get on this like diet, and it's just not working out. I've been working out every day, but it's not working. One of my uh, clients told me that. Um, my voice is gone from the smoke from Eastern Washington. I need to just wait for it to come back because I haven't been kicking it like that. Mm. I'm not going out. I'm not going to club. I'm like going out with my friends. You know, you already know I do not the club in Seattle yeah. twice a year, if that, you know. So I'm like, I can't figure out why my voice can't come back. I'm not out here doing karaoke every night, like pretending to be Whitney Houston. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. But I guess, you know, they're having those fires in Eastern Washington, like half a million acres have burned and the smoke has been carrying over to the Western Washington, like uh last sunday i believe sunday before last i had brunch with my family and you could see the smoke like we were on lake washington you could see the haze and i told my aunt i go look i go sandy you can't even see mount rainier look i go that's not a cloud in the sky but you can't see the sky i go sandy that is smoke from eastern washington from all the forest fires and i think honestly that's the day that it started because i was feeling awful that day that's crazy i have a smoke allergy that, yeah it's a mess Yeah, that, that happened to us i think about two or three years ago we, we had a drought and uh, that year, it didn't rain for like six consecutive months, and there were wildfires all over the place. And for about three months, you know, we're we're used to like a pollution smell here, but we yeah, had a Houston. but there was a there was a very distinct like wood burning fire smell for about two months out here, and it, and it was jacking up everyone's allergies. Yeah, I mean, struggle. But now it's been raining nonstop over here, and so I'm like, but then again, I have a mold allergy. So, yes, I am the nerd, the curly nerd. So I have allergies. My nose is stuffed up. My voice is gone. I mean, what am I doing with my life? Just staying inside. Not breathing. Staying inside, getting I mean, pale. You know, like, the only thing is I need to get myself a some sort of gaming device. My brother stole mine a long time ago and never gave it back. Yeah. You know, then I get to sit here like the real nerd, <sighs> doing nothing but watching TV, reading comic books, playing video games. But that's life, though. That's, that's real. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to get into your weekend in, in just a second. I, I did want to throw in real quick. I um, want to give a shout out to Wes Craven. R.I.P. Wes Craven. Uh, yeah, so sad. Man was responsible for a lot of my, my childhood nightmares. <laughs> Mine, too. Unfortunately, I saw the announcement of his passing while I was watching the god-awful, dreadful, um, like, I mean, Satan himself directed and produced the entire video music awards so i'm on twitter tweeting about the video music awards and how horrible it was and there i see rest yeah. west craven r.i.p i'm like no way like so it's almost like people had didn't pay attention to west craven passing because everybody's so busy looking at what, what miley cyrus is wearing myself included people like you yeah yeah yes. I, I it's i think it's safe to say that i just i've given up on award shows altogether i mean look what they did they made everybody for not even notice that a super important movie director writer whatever in a horror movie genre passed away and you don't really hear too much about you know what i'm saying like it's strange to me yeah. Wes craven's kind of a big deal if you ask me he's a huge deal you know yeah. and then he passed away and 
you know, it just is a mess, you know, and, and another, another kid I knew passed away, an artist that I knew passed away, which is crazy, that's a mess, actually Hayden, uh, shout out to Hayden, posted it on his Facebook, I knew the kid, I didn't even know he just had this huge famous artist now, Oh. but yeah, I'm like, man, people die, and he had some kind of cancer, or lymphoma or something, and then what, Wes Craven had brain cancer? Yeah. Yeah, so sad. Man, it sucks. Man, be happy, like, count your blessings. You know what I'm saying? And quit talking about Kanye all the damn time. You know what I'm saying? We are privileged <laughs> enough to be able to podcast on some BS and fun stuff and people out here are struggling. Like, I'm happy I have my health, I'll tell you what. But Kim Kardashian really did look like a potato, though. I, she got I she gotta it. go. She gotta go. I, I had to throw that in there. She gotta go. Everything's not even about <laughs> She gotta go. She oh. stood up. I was like, looking at her, like, I said, what's wrong with her titties? Ugh. And I hate, and I try not to be like the body shaming type person because I'm just like, ah, whatever, I don't care. But man, she looked terrible. Her yeah. body looked dilapidated and her face was frozen. I'm like, you know, I, why are we talking about her? We don't need to talk about her. She's not important. We don't talk about Kardashians on this podcast. They are who should not be named. <laughs> so let's talk, about, talk about, uh, let's talk about what you did this weekend. I went to PAX Prime, y'all. I went to PAX. Shout out to the homie Brandon for getting me the passes to get into PAX. Coolest experience of my life. And I'm being serious. I honestly say PAX might be a half a percent better than San Diego Comic-Con. Oh. PAX was the coolest thing. So PAX is what? Pity Arcade Expo? So it's the largest gaming convention like in the world. Started in Seattle, technically in Bellevue. Shout out to everybody in Bellevue, the Microsoft people. Don't come to Seattle, please. Um, now it's in Seattle at the convention center. About 100,000 people come to it. I actually saw an Italian. This, it was crazy. There's like an Italian. I took a video of it. An Italian, like, reporter or something. Talking in Italian. Looked like a real weirdo gamer dude. You know, talking to the camera. So, I'm like, people from all over the world come to Seattle to see the newest, latest video games. It's kind of like E3. But they're not really making announcements. It's like a con. You know, you go there, you get to talk to the creators, the voice actors, all these different people, the programmers, everybody there. They have their own panels to talk about the different video games that they're writing, coming up with, what the inspiration was behind the current video game. So it's a little different than E3. So in that, yeah, E3 is more like we're making these huge announcements of what's coming out so you guys know what to spend your money on. Kind of like how Steve Jobs and Apple people do used to do, you know? Yeah. This is more like interactive. We want you to be a part of this and know where we're coming. It was the coolest freaking thing, man. I tell you what, I walked into that place and I was blown away. The sets were insane. The booths were insane. They were huge. So Xbox had a booth. Everybody's playing the new Halo. Then everybody's playing Assassin's Creed over at Place. The new Assassin's Creed over at PlayStation. Then there's a new Lara Croft. And then there's a new. It was dope. So not only did Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo have their own booths. The video games had their own booth. So Fallout had its own booth. And uh, I mean, a bunch of video games I didn't really recognize because I'm not the biggest gamer. Some I recognize, some I didn't. Uh, Mad Max is coming out. You know, I, I don't know if you've seen the commercials for it, hmm. but they had their own booth in that old section. It was, it was cool. I mean, it's a new Tomb Raider. It was freaking cool, Damien. I swear to God, that was the coolest thing. I was absolutely blown away. So it sounds like the booths... The booths were a lot more interactive, it sounds like. like you... Super interactive. I, I took a picture with the... They had a Street Fighter booth. 
I took a picture with a dude dressed as somebody from Street Fighter. I don't know the characters because it has been been many moons since I've played Street Fighter. Uh, and so I took a picture with dude. But they had, they had where you could take pictures with different characters. You know, people dressed up. There are people doing their cosplay. I saw a unicorn while I was there. I saw a unicorn. I couldn't believe it. It was the most attractive man I've ever seen in my life at PAX. I couldn't believe it. Where in the world would you see somebody like that? that There's no that such thing. That kind of unicorn. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. I thought, thought you saw a real one that, like, poops rainbows and all that. Okay. I mean, he probably did. That's what he looked like. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he, was like he was definitely a mythical creature because you don't never see nobody like that. I was like, yeah, dude, was fine. What happened? Uh, you know, he just kept on walking. Boom, boom, ba I'm not talking about it. <laughs> Sucks for you. So overall, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty nice, huh? Not it was this. so cool. The only thing is this: I definitely want to go back next year. I don't want to wait in line to play a video game. I have a hard time waiting in lines, period. But mm-hmm. especially to like you're waiting in line to play a video game, so it's it's really really cool. But at the same time, you're kind of going like, you know, this is about to come out in like a week or two. You know, if I really wanted to play it, I'd just buy it. And what if you suck at the game and you wait in line for like two hours and it's over in three minutes? Well, ex- <laughs> and that there is what it is. And each person gets, I guess, I think, I mean, 10 or 15 minutes to play each game. But I don't know if you noticed last year at Comic-Con and this year at Comic-Con, this year they had the um, Star Wars Battlefront. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So that was at Nerd HQ. And then last year at Nerd HQ... The video game thing wasn't as big. This year, the video game thing was huge. There yep. was TVs everywhere, and everyone's playing the new Star Wars yep. Battlefront. Um, well, last year, I got to play the new Alien video game, and I waited in line for not even a minute. And I got in, sat down, and I haven't played video games in years. And it was really fun just being in this little like cubicle kind of with headphones on. You were in there for a minute, too, because I was like, damn, where'd she go? Yeah, it was fun. I had a good time because I'm like, this is kind of nice. I get like private time because I actually really suck at video games. I mean, the last video game I played was Halo whatever, when the 360 first came out. You know, it's been a long time. So that was actually, that was, I actually really liked that. Oh, one thing I forgot. This year at Nerd HQ, they had Oculus and I got in line and then this loser girl was like, oh, they kept lying at me. She was the last person. I'm like, this woman didn't even notice. I could have played the game. They had a huge, giant room as big as my house with people sitting around playing the Oculus. Like, that's so dope to me. Like, I cannot wait to be able to actually play this first real virtual reality game. So Oculus is like the first, like, you know, when you watch people in TV shows and movies and stuff and they're playing virtual reality and they put on the big, giant sunglasses looking headset thing on their head. Yeah. So there are people sitting around in chairs with these things on their face playing video games. It was so neat. I was like, that's the game I wanted to play at San Diego Comic-Con. And that girl was trying to mess me up, trying to call me. I was like, you know, she she was trying to block my blessings. I'll tell you what, it'll come back on her, though. So you didn't get to play it this weekend? Nah, nah. Yeah, it sucks. Nah, I, I wasn't trying to wait in the lines, though. Like Damien for real, the lines were long. No, I, I feel you. I feel you. Because <laughs> you're waiting to play, and each person in front of you is, you know, they've got at least 15 minutes on the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. It's all good. I'm not about that life. I was, oh, I, I and I made sure that I got, um, Multiple pictures of people in cargo shorts. Shout out to all you losers who wear cargo shorts instead of a double hey, clothes. Hold up, 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 hold up. Now, what's wrong with cargo shorts? 
Now, what's right with cargo shorts? I mean, the thing is, <clears throat> it's not like, okay, as, as a person who has cargo shorts, now I haven't worn them in a year, but as a person <laughs> who has them, uh, first of all, I find them very functional. Um, men do not carry purses, and our pockets are not, you know, very accommodating. So if, if you have like an extra bottle of water or you're trying to sneak a hamburger into the movies or something like that, um, cargo pockets come in handy. I will allow any man that I am with to wear cargo shorts if he's trying to sneak food into a movie theater. But you are not wearing cargo shorts in public except for to the movies. What's like I said, don't wear, don't wear flip-flops. Don't wear cargo shorts. Have some, take some pride in the clothing that you put on. Have some pride. No one looks good, and you look like something that Rob Liefeld drew. That's what you look like. But is it Liefeld? 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 You know what I'm talking about? All them pockets. All them pockets. Why do you need all those pockets? Listen, nerds, take some pride in the way you look. I know you barely brush your teeth and wash your hair and put on deodorant. The least you could do is get some well-fitted clothing. I know you have some strange bodies, but you think that with your weird old bellies hanging out and all the weird love handles and the flat tiny butts look good in the cargo shorts? That doesn't, that doesn't balance out. No. What if I wear Jordans with cargo shorts? Is that acceptable? Why do you need those pockets? Okay. Well, it's a good thing I'm married. A man? Yeah, I mean, when, yeah, once you're married, it's just like, meh. You, like, what do you care? You're married. You got her. You don't got to try anymore. I said, women, women do the same thing. I got him. I don't got to try anymore. So what's what's the what's the what's the female equivalent of, of cargo pants, cargo shorts, yoga sh- yoga pants? Wait, what's wrong with yoga pants? They are only for yoga. They are not pants. You might as well be wearing tights. No one wants to see your nooks and crannies in your poorly developed body in those yoga pants. Put some clothes on, unless you're going to and from the gym. Put some clothes on. All you're doing is trying to either thirst trap. Or be lazy. What if they are proportionately sound? What if they are unicorns, so to speak? Are yoga pants acceptable then? No, because you're thirst trapping or you're being lazy. When I had gained a bunch of weight, I wore yoga pants all the time. But I'll tell you what I did do was make sure my rear end was covered. Nobody's trying to see my little struggle butt. Cover your booty up. That's You're either thirst trapping or you're being lazy. Take some pride in the way you look. My mom said, if you take extra 15 minutes to make yourself look nice in the morning, you save an entire day of a, for a, uh, apologizing for the way you look. Take the extra 15 minutes to look halfway decent. Yoga pants, and what's his name from Project Runway? Tim Gunn said, leggings were not meant to be worn as pants. They were meant to be worn under skirts. You were supposed to not, why would you wear tights in public? That's like, uh, why can't a guy who plays who uh, who plays who's a ballerina say a, a principal dancer at a ballet company? How'd you feel if that dude was walking around with tights on all the time? But he just but he just left the ballet studio with a cup. He's wearing a cup and tights. You want to see that? Not on a dude. No, no. See? But that's different. Put some clothes on. Put some clothing on. Don't be naked. Thirst trapping. Lazy. One or the other. Put some clothes on. I wear my yoga pants to the gym and to yoga. And when yoga gets done, I take them joints off and put on some regular pants. Uh, you know what? Let's leave this up to our listeners. We want you to weigh in in the comments. <laughs> Yay or nay to cargo shorts? Nay. Yay or nay to yoga pants? Nay. 
we got to settle this. Nah. Now, I, you know, yo, uh, cargo shorts, I'm, you know, I could take them or leave them. I wear hoop and shorts now most of the time, so I don't care. And I'll allow that. I think, I think if someone is of sound body, so to speak, they should be allowed to wear yoga pants. Yeah, that's just because you want to look at them. It's their right. It's not about me. See, I just, no. It's not about People me. have the right to do whatever they want. People have the right to be butt naked in Seattle, Washington. In the city of Seattle, it is not illegal to walk around naked. Oh? So I can walk around naked if I felt like it. That doesn't mean it's right. Don't nobody huh. want to look at that. Huh. I need to know the next time they have a protest for that. <laughs> I need to see how it really goes down. In Seattle, you, you know what people in Seattle look like. Now, stop acting like this is Miami. Yeah, my bad. Stop acting like people trying to be naked in Miami. Yeah, okay. You got a point there. People in Seattle have, like, translucent skin. I mean. They're so damn pale. Everybody out here is, like, skinny fat. Oh, anyway. A lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of sloppy booties. Okay, that's, yes, we, we're That's enough about here. packs <laughs> and cargo shorts. Damn you. Um... <laughs> This Friday, September 4th, is Force Friday. Uh, that means you get May the Force be with you. May the 4th be with you, even though it's September 4th. Uh, I guess this means that you get to spend all your, your paycheck on adult toys. Uh, I'm sorry, collectibles, or whatever you call them when you're an adult. Have fun with that. You know, the only toy I ever wanted was one of my friends, um, who's a friend of FWMJ. He lives in Toronto. Heinz, what's up, Heinz? He one time years ago sent me a um, it was like this figurine, this like something that you want to put on your mantle or something of Cad Bane, which I really enjoyed that character mm -hmm. in uh, Clone Wars. It was so cool. I was like, man, that is actually pretty cool. Somebody put on my mantle. But as an adult woman, I just I have Star Wars keychains on my keys. That's about it. Oh, I'm lying. And one of my friends gave me a um. Little, so I have like little Lego things, like little tiny things. But mm. liar, man, as an adult. Oh, as an adult. Speaking of lying, speaking of lying, <laughs> I did not forget. <laughs> um, we need to talk about you and your um, um, your 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 denial of Michael Fassbender. Hey, I thought we were talking about Star Wars right now. Why are we all of a sudden talking about? Oh Michael my bad, Fassbender? you said lie, and then I I I, I just remembered that you were. That you were a liar in denial. So what's the I, deal? I you, mean, you said Michael Fassbender was like a five at best. I seven? didn't say that. How dare you? Michael Fassbender's a ten. But I said I'm not going to go to the movie just to see him to be swooning. Mm. That was what I said. Mm -hmm. F what you heard, my friend. Don't be putting words in my mouth. Okay. Don't be putting words in my mouth. So you That's said you wouldn't just go see him in any old movie just because. I wouldn't, but yo, did you see the trailer for Macbeth, though? He is so fine. He is so fine. It looks like a good story. I mean, <laughs> I have never watched nothing other than Romeo and Juliet, the back-in-the-day one with, uh, I don't know, from the 70s or whatever. But, O-M-G-Z. Michael Fassbender in that Assassin's Creed. There were stirrings. They were stirring. All that I ask is that you go to a matinee show. Please don't pay full price. Please. I mean, I'll pay my. I'll pay anything to go see Michael Fox. I mean, you know what? That's why I'm like, you know what? I lied. He fine. Hand clap. He fine. It's going to be a terrible oh my movie. God, where do they make men like that though? They don't make them in Seattle. You know the struggle people. 
man. They make them in Britain. And yo, that's why I'm trying to be out there. That's why I'm trying to be out there. Be out there. Give me two months. Be gone. <laughs> Just so I can look. Just so I can uh, you, see. Because that's a, You're not coming back if you go. You better believe that's the plan. <laughs> I'm going to find me some Idris Elba. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to find me one of these like parents straight from Africa, but born in the UK. Oh my goodness. They are so fine. And they're not whack. And they like treat women like ladies. And I just love it. Oh, these Seattle dudes are the absolute worst. Make sure they have a good dental plan. But that's the thing, though. This newer generation of these young uh, uh, English dudes all have their teeth done. Hmm. They've all been going. They all, they're, they're Crest kids. The ones that I've met have all been Crest kids. Okay. Their parents might have actually invested in uh, some braces or something. Maybe some Invisalign, but yo, Michael Fassbender though, who? But he's actually Irish, I think. I mean, it is what it is. Just. But yeah, I mean, I'll be seeing that Assassin's Creed movie. Assassin's Creed is probably one of the coolest video games. When that when that first came out, I thought it was probably the coolest video game I'd seen in a while. Now it's getting a little redundant. I think it kind of tends to be the same thing, but it's still cool. It's still cool. That's cool. It's. Good video game. I, I don't. I, I can't think of any video games that have really translated well into movies. That, that's kind of my concern. Prince of Persia. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my concern. But hey, you watch it. You let me know how it is. I've seen. Worse what are the other ones? What What are the other video game? I knew movies? you were going to do that. Um, Tomb Raider. You didn't like that movie. <laughs> was, you didn't like it. It wasn't like I wouldn't consider it good. I was like three years old when that movie came out, so I don't really remember it that well. I did see it in the theater, but I don't really remember it. Um, you know, Dungeons and, Dungeons and Dragons? Well, that didn't count. That was a role play. That's game. a movie? It was. Exactly. See? Um, isn't Halo supposed to be coming out with a movie? Ooh, I hope not. I think so. Who's going to be who, who, Who's going to be Master Chief? Who cares? <laughs> you know what? I've, I've <laughs> never played Halo. What? You never played Halo. You're kidding. Halo's like one of the best games. I'm all about that Grand Theft Auto, though. Never played Halo. I mean, don't be that guy. What? Don't be the stereotype. What stereotype? Come on. You know the stereotype. I... Fox News is out there telling you that all lives matter right now. That's what they're saying to you. Most of the characters of Grand Theft Auto are white. Oh, are they? Yeah. Well, that makes more sense. I'm just saying... You know, some good, you know, some good violence, prostitution, drugs, <laughs> racketeering, extortion, grand theft. I mean, I just don't understand how same thing like Assassin's Creed. So you're coming out with the same movie or same same video game all the time. Like, how do you change the story? Does the story ever change? Well, it was a Vice City one. Isn't there like a Vice City or something? So you go for you're like, I, I will say this about Grand Theft. Grand Theft Auto is, is basically the same thing each time, like story wise. But they actually add little nuances and dimensions to the game itself that just make it enjoyable. You know, hey, I have a question for you. When they do those weird little like not glitches, I don't know exactly what they call them, but like mods. Yeah, well, yeah. When they can, do they really do those where you can throw in like Iron Man yeah. or somebody, or you can unlock these? Oh, yeah. that really is a thing. Yeah, if you get the PC version, you act, you can actually go into the code and and change things up a bit. The cool thing is, you know, if if you're not you know codally inclined, I just made that up. You can actually <laughs> you great. can actually just download the mod that someone else does, pop it into your game, and bam, you're shooting cars from your gun. You know what I'm saying? 
from your hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. I was I was wondering about that because I've seen those. I've seen the gameplay, but I was like, I didn't know if it was fake or if it was real, like if you could really do such a thing. Yeah. So that's what's up. Um, you see any movies in the last week or so? Nah. Um, no, I haven't seen any movies because I'm still stuck on, I'm still in love with Man from Uncle. But, you know, nothing came out except for that We Are whatever, that movie with Zac Efron that did that bomb. Oh, the one with the fourth worst opening in history or something like that? Yeah, the one where they were like, we are friends, we are your friends, the one about EDM music. Yeah. The one that's basically about Tiesto and Diplo and uh, Calvin Harris. and. I love it. <laughs> Shout out to my boy, Mr. Remix, good DJ. Uh, he was really dreading this movie coming out because he hates people that pose like they're DJs, people like me. And right, right, right. People who, like, man, that's what I've been trying to be is one of them, like a Paris Hilton, push a button and pretend like you're mixing. Yeah, still takes practice, though. Well, I, I didn't see... Yeah, Remix is a great DJ. I thought you and Remix were going to podcast this week. I thought he was going to be in on this podcast. Oh, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <clears throat> oh, okay. It's going to happen. Uh, I hope. Uh, so, yeah. Shout out to Remix. Punk. Uh, but you know what? He and I did go see uh, Kevin Smith. He was in town last week. Uh, How'd that go? It was actually really really insightful it was actually really good I, I always like watching kevin smith speak here's the weird thing about kevin smith he technically doesn't make good movies right like he he's had a couple of you know movies that i think would qualify as good but for the most part his movies are they they, they suck let's be honest about did that. i did you ever did you know that kevin smith and what's his name silent bob and what's his name jay jay the guy who's jay mm -hmm. and kevin smith were on an episode, they were on like a season of Degrassi. I did not know that. Yes, yeah, so they were on a season because I, shout out to Drake, Aubrey Graham. I was like a huge Degrassi fan back when Jimmy Brooks, you know, Drake was Jimmy Brooks and all that. I remember when he got shot. Like, I actually used to love the show. I remember my ex and I were in Toronto and because my ex was from Toronto and he introduced me to this guy and he's like, this is Drake's manager. I'm like, who's Drake? You know, the guy from, the black kid from Degrassi. And I'm like, Jimmy Brooks? He's like, yeah, he's a rapper. I go, he's a rapper? I was like so shocked. But like I was super into Degrassi. That was my jam. And they had a season where all the kids and Jimmy Graham was there. Aubrey, or I mean, Jimmy Brooks was there. Drake was there. Where Jay and Silent Bob were going to film a movie at Degrassi. And so they were there like the whole season. Never seen an episode of Degrassi in my life. Well, I should hope not. You're an adult. What kind of grown man we watching Degrassi? Especially Canadian television. Who does that? Hey, it was on Nickelodeon. Get out of here. Or, I'm sorry, Team Nick or whatever. Oh, even worse. The N. It was called the N at the time. Ew, even worse. That's the weird thing about Nickelodeon. Like, it's always age appropriate to watch the OG Nickelodeon because you can say, hey, I'm just watching old stuff from my childhood. Teen Nick is kind of catered to current teens. So, if you're watching that as an adult, chances are you are a sex offender. So, I mean, I was just going to say, chances are you're a virgin living in your mom's basement. Or sex offender, same thing. They are one and the same, my friend. Yeah. Now, yeah, so Kevin Smith was actually, was actually pretty interesting. I don't know if you've ever seen his, uh, his little specials, the, the evening with Kevin Smith, things like that. No, I haven't. Okay. So he, I, I, he, watch, I watch uh, comic book guys and I see him on there. Okay. So a lot like that. It's Kevin Smith talking. He uh, he appeared at the Improv, which is a comedy theater, and a lot of people thought, "Hey, Kevin Smith's going to do stand up," and I'm like, "No, he's not." 
It's not what he does. He just talks. But what's actually cool about him is that, first of all, he admits that most of his movies suck. He's like, there's no way in hell that I should have been as successful as I was. Um, but he did say a couple things that that really sat well with me. Number one was like, if you really want to do something, and this is going to sound so cliche, but he actually you know, gave very, very thoughtful answers on this. If you really want to do something, just do it. Don't make excuses. Don't overplan. Don't oversell it. If you say, I want to go from point A to point B, just start walking to point B and you'll eventually get there. Don't worry about, you know, other people's rules or other people's, you know, program or, you know, other people's property or OPP. <laughs> None of that. Just do it. The other thing he said was, and this is ironic that we're doing this now, he spent the time, he spent some time talking about podcasting. He said, unlike the movie industry in which, you know, you can make a movie on your own, but if you want people to see it, you usually have to go through some type of studio or theater. Unlike the music industry, which you can make music yourself, but if you want people to hear it, chances are you have to go through a label or somebody else to get people to hear it. Podcasting is wide open. It's wide open and it's uncontained. And it's it's one of the only things and only only media entities in the world where you can literally do and say anything and there's probably an audience for it. And I was like, you are absolutely right. Hey, Simon right. Bob. Absolutely right. So yes, we will we will definitely move forward with this curly headed black girl nerd thing. Yes, that's the plan, Stan. Shout out to everybody, like my dearest, dearest friend Lil, Lily, Lily D, listening to our podcast every week. I absolutely love that. Like, what a good friend. Like, she's like the like such a great friend. I had so many people. I'm like, you listen to my podcast? They're just like, you have a podcast? I'm like, really? I've been talking about it and posting it. Shout out to Lily D. That's my girl. Don't you love friends like, like that? Like, hey, man, what yeah. did you think? Of, what did you think? And, gives me, and gives me feedback. Like, that's just so great. I'm like, I love her. She's so great. I wish my friends would give me feedback. <laughs> all three of them. It's all good. <laughs> See, the killer part is I have a million friends, and everybody knows that. I have a million girls that I genuinely call my friends. And I'm just like, how many of you are actually listening to the podcast? Just one. <laughs> oh, I know the words. Don't you worry. I sing it all the time. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But I can't, I can't sing it because my voice is gone. Make the moment last for more than just one night. There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, I think my boy, I think my boy Frank, Frank, who lives in Seattle now, I think he, he listens to it. Cargo shorts? Cargo shorts? Yeah, cargo shorts and wheelchair, Frank. Oh, yeah. Cargo shorts wheelchair. You know what he said to me last night? This is like uh, super just off topic again. He said <laughs> to me last night when I saw him, he's like, man. Jameson. And I was like, yes. yo, Jameson, though. The last time I got really drunk and made myself sick, and this is like maybe three years ago, was Jameson. Never again. He's like, I don't even want to meet nobody named Jameson. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I kid you not. We, he and I did the same thing. He said, I said the same thing. Oh, man, I'm not even drunk yet. Took that one last shot. It was a See? Rat. He said he did the same thing. He did, and all of a sudden, it hits you. And that's how it gets, that's how it gets everybody. Uh, shout, out, shout out to Remix again. 
Remix has a, a very high alcohol tolerance. And well, he's a even, big guy. Yeah, and even he, even he will say, all right, I'm good on the Jameson, even though he got caught slipping last week. But, <laughs> you know, we were all we were all there with Frank that night, and, you know, I had, I, up, in, up until that last shot of Jameson, I'd had as many Jamesons as Frank. And I said, you know what, I'm going to pass on this last one because I know what happens. Yes. And Frank was like, nah, let me get one. And the dude was like, man, you, you really don't have to, man. It's it's all good. We're about to close it out. Nah, nah, let me go ahead and get one. It's my, it's my birthday weekend. And uh, 30 minutes after that, he was in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair. Poor guy. I will say I've never, had to, I've never been carried out of any place. I've never been in a wheelchair. I've always made sure that I've stumbled. Here's the killer. Is I've always been able to stumble back to wherever I'm sleeping that evening, hotel, my own home, whatever. I will wash my face and brush my teeth and get in the bed. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I even last, I mean, a year or two ago, I went to Vegas with my girlfriend and accidentally got kind of wasted because we were drinking champagne and alcohol. And like, I took my eyelashes off and washed my face and everything. And I was getting ready to go out so we could grab something to eat because we got back to the hotel. I'm like, we need to get something to eat before we go to sleep so we don't wake, wake up hungover. I washed my face, laid down on the bed, and then I woke up the next morning. <laughs> wow. I'm real good about making sure I wash this face, though. That's why you, how you keep looking young. Click, cleanse that face. Wash that makeup. Well, that's good home training. That's what that is. I mean, yes. Yeah, anyways, we need to talk about the television shows that we watched. First and foremost, we need to have a discussion about fear of the walking dead dude please please start let's you can start us off okay let's get it going dude okay so you remember last time we talked about it i was i was i was i was in darkness at the time i was in darkness <laughs> i was naive that's racist and i was like <laughs> i literally watch it with the lights off not weird <laughs> not weird <laughs> not weird at all um so you know the last time i was like man i actually like this premiere better than i did the Walking Dead premiere. You did. You sure did say it. You said it. I really feel good about this. I, I think this might this might keep me in where, you know, The Walking Dead kind of lost me. And then this week happened. Okay. I'm not one of those people who likes to complain about television. Or, or anything, for that matter. Well, let me not say that. I don't like to complain about television. Usually, if I don't like something, I just stop watching it. Uh-huh. And just don't pay it any attention. I am going to continue watching Fear of the Walking Dead because I think this is going to be a great hate-watching opportunity. Let me tell you why I'm pissed. Start from the beginning. Start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. Uh, well, okay. I'm going to let you take it. I'm going to let you take it in that direction. I just have to give a general gripe about why this episode pissed me off. Okay. okay. So when we left off with the, with the first episode, you know, some stuff was going down. People kind of know that people are kind of turning into zombies or something. Like, there's some type of infection out there that's not really right with people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a dude sees someone rise from the dead and start biting someone else. And everyone's just like, oh, you know, it's an infection. People aren't feeling well. People are getting sick. Let's just stay away. No, son. When you see somebody with their head halfway blown off stand up and try to bite you that's not an infection maybe they think it's bath sauce no, when they ran over the black dude like four times 
His entire lower jaw was gone. Every bone in his body was broken. And the dude still looking at you with silver eyes. Like, I'm trying to I'm trying to get some of that blood out of you, player. Nah, man. There, it, it's time to go. It's time to go. Um, so this episode pisses me off because they're like, okay, I've just seen I've just seen something happen that I don't like. Um, let's gather up the family and let's get out of town. You know what? That's reasonable. I'm like, cool, y'all need to do that. This is gonna be a short episode because within the next five minutes, you're gonna have your family and your extended family and your side piece all out of town. Oh, but you know what? I forgot. With horror movies and horror shows, everything is 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 predicated around young people making terrible decisions. Yes. So in the midst of all this, you know, dude's trying to call his son. His son just won't answer the phone. Why? Because I don't like dad. I don't care. Um, and, and then when they do get in contact with him using his mother's phone, they're like, dude, you need to come home. Why do I need to come home, dad? It's just not safe out there. No shit, dad. I live in Los Angeles. Here's the thing. Here's the killer. Here's the killer part. So Remix is a, of his uh, Mexican descent, correct? Yes. I need to ask Remix. We need to ask him. As a young Mexican man, would you ever talk back to your mother or father? Question mark. He would not to his parents. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Like, yeah, he could tell you I'm stories. I believe that this Mexican kid is talking back to his mom and dad, and his mom is gonna beat her with her flip, with her flip, beat him with her flip flop. That's like the Mexican joke. There's a Mexican. There's like a joke. All my Mexican friends like post this this gif or whatever of uh, being Mexican and their mom throwing their shoe at them, beating them with the chanclas. You know what I'm saying? With the but you know what I'm saying? Yes. So that was the other thing that made me mad. I'm like, so I'm left to believe that this young Mexican man, I'm assuming he's Mexican because they're in Los Angeles, is talking back to his mom and is our and she's all right with it. His dad. But here's here's the kicker though. That bit that no, but that part pissed me off though. I'm just, gonna chalk it up petty. to him being a millennial. Maybe that's how maybe that's nah, how son. the millennial generation gets. I'm down. a millennial. I'm so scared of my mom. Were you born in the 2000s though? Oh no no. I thought millennials were people who were born in the 90s. I don't know. I don't because care. I thought it was like when you're like in your adolescence, like teens and twenties, like oh, late teens, twenties as millennials, I believe. I think people born, in the, I think, I think people in the border, I think people in the late eighties and throughout the nineties that are born then because they're young adults now, that's millennial, I thought. Oh, that might include me then. Um, millennial is a state of mind. Anyway, so, <laughs> but here's the thing though. Here's the thing. I'm going to, I'm going to pause the story right here. I'm going right. to put you in the situation of this young kid. All right, put me in that situation. All right. At a protest. All right, no, but I'm going to ask you what you would do. All right, so his father is like, it's just not safe. You need to come home. And I'm like, dude, he lives in Los Angeles. Nothing's safe. Right. You, you're, not, you're not really selling the point. Right, they have drive-bys on the freeway. What do you do if you're out handling your business anywhere and your father calls you and is like, Jess, I need you to come home right now even as an adult woman your father calls you and is like i need you to come home right now and you go why i don't think i don't even think i say why like, all right i'm on my way but that's different but let's let's just say for the sake of the argument okay, okay, that you're okay. in the middle of something like, okay you know you see that unicorn the unicorn actually speaks to you oh yes yeah and he's like he's got his arm around you yes and he's Ooh. like 
and he, you know, he speaks with a British accent. Oh, and that all his teeth are straight. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> so it's going down. So right now, you don't really need to leave. You need to. You need a reason for your father to tell you to come home. Yes. So you go. All right, Dad. Why do I need to come home right now? And your father goes, um, because people are turning into zombies and and eating other people. And we kind of need to get out right now. Nobody's telling you this, but people are coming back from the dead and like eating other people's brains. And he's dead serious. Right. Well, here's the killer part, too, is also my dad is of sound mind. Yes. He's of, I mean, so to speak, my sister would probably beg to differ, but he's of sound mind. I know my dad isn't schizophrenic or bipolar or on a mania or anything. I know my dad is of sound mind. And he says to me, you need to come right home right now. It's an emergency. Yeah. You uh, and even and all he really, and even then he said it's an emergency. You need to be home now. He doesn't even need to say it's a zombie apocalypse is going right. on. People are eating faces. He says you need to be home right now. This is a this is a, an emergency. You need to come home. I promise you, you need to be home right now. I'd be all right, Dad. I'm on my way. Let me get this Uber. <laughs> I'm the same you know? way. I'm you know? the same way. And it could be that you know he lost the remote control and needs me to change the channel. But if you but set I it still. up as if you set it up as it's an emergency, you just need yeah. to get here. Yeah. All right. Cool. No questions asked. Yep. But but here's the thing. They already knew that there was some type of weird infection stuff going down. So if his father would have just called him and said, hey, you know that infection stuff that's going down? Yeah, check this out. You remember old dude, uh, the black dude, Charlie? Well, we just ran over him with a truck three times. And he and, got up. And he still got up and tried to eat me. So you know what? Let's be out. Let's no, be out. But no, and, okay. So no, no, no. So I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. How about the teenage daughter whose boyfriend is sick and has been bitten on his neck and she's still talking about I need to stay here he's burning up his skin is hot to the touch he doesn't want to drink or eat anything he's really sick his parents aren't here Jess I'm going to ask you this question okay let's say you and uh Henry Cavill all right y'all are booed up Henry whatever his name is booed up you mean we're married though or, you know, y'all are dating. Let's just say y'all are dating. <laughs> all right. There's an indication of interest between the two of you. All oh, right. That'd be so great. Oh. You're at his crib. He's sick. And, yes. you know, if, if, you know if, if your boo is sick, he's got 103 degree fever. You're like, oh, man, you know what? I'll take care of you. Whatever, whatever. Let's say your parents show up at his crib unannounced. <sighs> right. And they're like, oh, Jess, we got to go. Why? Um... What's wrong with uh what's wrong with uh Superman over there? Oh, he's just sick. He ain't so super. <laughs> and, and then let's say your father pulls oh, pulls up his shirt and there is a human-sized bite mark in his shoulder <laughs> and it's gaping. And your father like at that point without your father saying anything, what do you do? I'd be like, "You know what? We need to I'm let me wrap this up for you right quick. Here's a box of Kleenex. There's some cough drops and some tissue." I'm going to call the doctor and I'm going to take off. Like, honestly, like, is that, that, if I saw somebody with a big gaping wound, my first reaction, I think, would be, like, we need to call 911, you know? And if 911 yeah. is, and if 911 is busy. Which was the I, case here. I need to figure out why 911 is busy. But here's the thing. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they I mean, both had a chance to tell her yeah. what was going what on. What was going on. Like, dude, all he had to say was, your boy got bit. 
He's about to be dead in 24 hours. Yep. We're going to the desert. Yep. Let's go. And then what, what, what have you been saying all day today? Who's the parent? Who's the parent? You yank Why that is child. It? Snatch. My mom still snatched me. Snatch. I snatched my niece. My, my niece is not even my child. I will snatch her up. Like you snatch that kid up. If that's your kid, you love them. But it's too much of this like. Let's let her get have a moment. Let's let her have a moment. Okay. We need to go. We need to go. By the way, how many parents of a white daughter are just like, yeah, stay with your black boyfriend? <laughs> I, I wasn't even going to go there with it. I wasn't even going to go there with it. But you know what? It's a, it's a different world. You know, maybe if he's dying and they don't have to worry about him anymore, like, oh, like, Jerome's not going to be here tomorrow. Go ahead yeah. and do what you got to do. Daquan ain't going to be here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Lorenzo, he's, I mean, he's out of here anyway. I ain't never liked him. Right. But, um, since he's he dying, yeah. Yeah, so we got to go. Maybe this will scar her and she'll never date him. Anyway. Right, but yeah. So nah. they had another chance to to explain what was going on. Like, and then you leave the house and you leave your children at home to fend for themselves, and you still don't tell them why. What's going on? That is my. That was my problem throughout the whole episode. Like they could have been in the desert when all they had to do was say, "Look, man, this is what's happening." End of story. End of story. End of season. Mm-hmm. End of season. Cliff Curtis can get on another show and and play a terrorist or Pablo Escobar. Or whatever he's some does. other brown person. You know what I'm saying? Gandhi. And you know, he could be in the next Mandela movie whenever they remake Mandela again. It's all good. That series would have been over because they would have been in the desert. Um, you know, you brought up a good point. Uh the 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 chick that you don't like. Oh, Madison, the mom. Her her and the and the little and the little the little weird kid. After she strangely, busted after she busted dude's head in, yes. Yeah, like they, they went through all that trouble to secure provisions, and they still went home with no food. And still got no provisions. Like, I, I already know I'm going to hate this show. I already yeah. know it. I already know it. Because it's, it's following every single sci-fi trope that I hate. It has, <laughs> it has young, stupid people. It has people who know the truth but don't want to tell anyone when it's just painfully obvious that that's all they need to do. Right. You know, it's got people who just, who don't want to go, even though there's something messed up. Like, you are born and raised in Seattle, right? Yes, sir. You know, you never want to leave Seattle, which uh, I understand. Uh, okay. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay. Like, you, you, you like Seattle. I do. It's a great city. It's a great city. It's a great city. You love Seattle. Yeah. But if tomorrow... Something happened where, again, your mother or your father come to you and they're like, on the cool, cool, on the for real, for real. Um, you see how your neighbor across the street just tried to eat his wife? Mm-hmm. And like in a very cannibalistic way? <laughs> yeah, that's going down right now. So, I just got that joke. Yeah. <laughs> in a yeah. very cannibalistic way, you're like, not in the fun way. Yeah, yeah, in a very cannibalistic way. So you see how that just happened? Yeah, that's happening everywhere. So we need to leave Seattle right now. Right now. Are you going to be like, no, I got to stay. I gotta, no. I hate that about 
horror movies where people are like, I'm right. going to stay here. Well, the killer is this, though. One, I'm black. Two, I'm an adult. And three, I'm not stupid. I have an emergency <laughs> kit. My roommate, I told my roommate, I was like, oh, no, I have an emergency kit. I have a two-person, three-day emergency kit downstairs. So it's right by the door. In case we need to be gone, we will be gone. You know, like, if, because we have Mount Rainier. Mount Rainier is a dormant volcano, but mm. there's, a th- there's a 25, 35% chance it could be active one day. Yes. The second that that thing starts rumbling, I got my dog's info, so Castan's going to come with me. I got all of his paperwork that he has current shots and everything, a big old bag of dog food, a three-day emergency kit. I still got to stock up on the water. I've been, like, putting that off. I need to go to Costco and stock up on some water. I'm not playing around, though, because I'm a realist. Like, you need to be gone. There's a chance. I'm not worried about a zombie apocalypse. Right. But I am worried about the day that there's a really bad earthquake or the day that there's a really bad – I mean, we had those wildfires over there. Right. Eastern Washington, and there's a chance that they're telling us that we might get a big earthquake and there'll be some tsunami and yeah. you know, all these different things. You just have to be aware, uh, uh, prepared. Be prepared for the worst. And I'm never going to sit around going, but what about my house? Yo, I have yeah. insurance. It's time to go. Even so, if I have to live in a hut for three years after this, I'm all good with that. At least I'm alive. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to, yeah, I'm not going down. At least I didn't die in a painful death where someone was eating my face off slowly. That's what I'm talking about because I was too stupid to leave or because I was too dumb to tell my kids what was going on. Right. Oh, I hate that show already. It's like, it's like those, it's like the guy, I don't know if everybody always tells the story of the man that lived in Mount St. Helens. There was a man who had a house at the base of Mount St. Helens back when Mount St. Helens blew like in the 80s, 1980, I think it was. And, and it had been rumbling. Mount St. Helens, this is on the border of Washington and Oregon. Yep. It had been rumbling for like a week or so. And they've been telling me, you need to get out of there. He didn't, he didn't believe it. He didn't want to leave his house. He's dead now. It blew and he's dead. There are clear signs. There are always clear signs that something is bad, bad is about to happen. Yep. There's a clear signs. Donald Trump is a clear sign. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There are clear signs that something is going to happen, whether it be civil unrest natural disaster of some sort yep the zombie apocalypse and you know what even if it's not clear even if it's not a clear sign it's better to err on the side of caution there you go err on the side of caution even if there's just baby signs err on the side of caution you know what you know when katrina came here 10 years ago or came to new orleans 10 years ago worst natural disaster in american history a month after that there was another hurricane in the gulf called hurricane rita yeah i remember that Everyone down here freaked out. And you know what? Rightfully so at the time. Yep. Everyone tried to evacuate Houston, which was a cluster. Right. Nothing actually happened. But guess what? But hey. You didn't want you didn't want that to happen to you. So Yeah, you know, I have a friend who's actually um who's from New Orleans and she was saying that they had been evacuating them all week long. So they kept yep. leaving and coming back and leaving and coming back and leaving and coming back. She was like, everybody leave. So you got to go. Everybody leave. You got to go. Everybody leave. So she said every week they were taken off, you know, and then they come back. She says she was supposed to have a birthday party that night. Then they, they were like, oh, we got to leave. And they evacuated. So there were people who, there are those people who had the means to leave and didn't leave, you know, yeah. and then they lost everything, including their lives. There's some people who didn't have the means to leave, you know, and, you know, you know some stubborn people and then some people who just couldn't. But, yes. you know, they, they warned those people to go. You know, she lost a lot. She, her house was flooded. You know, she said. She said when she came back, her house which or her car, which is normally parked on like the right side of her house, had mm-hmm. actually gotten lifted up and moved over to the top of her house and parked on the right side, on the other side of the house. It had actually completely moved yeah. from the water. Yeah. But yeah, but there are those signs. That being said, there are clear signs. Your neighbor, oh, this is the killer part. 
Why was the daughter taking a flashlight and shining it outside of the house? Because she's not from the hood. Yo, she's you don't not, draw attention to yourself. She's not from the hood. When, when like you're from the hood. Blatantly drawing attention to herself. Yeah, when you hear something going on outside, you actually turn off the lights in your house. Off and peek the, out the lights. Window. So, okay. Funny you should say that. One time, my best friend, Samantha, and I, you know Sam. One time, Samantha and I, my neighbors were fighting because, you know, I do kind of live in the hood. I'm like two blocks off of MLK. So my neighbors are fighting and they're cussing each other out and yelling at each other and doing that. Man, you call the police. Call the police. I can go to jail tonight. I can go back. I've been, I ain't been in a minute doing all that, like yelling at each other. No, all right. Turn the lights off, open all the doors and windows and got right next to it so we could hear the entire fight. Yep. <laughs> but we were on the floor, though. Samantha sat down on the floor. She's like, yeah. I want to hear it, but I don't want to get shot just in case. <laughs> now, imagine if you would have shown a flashlight right at him. Shining <laughs> a flashlight at him, drawing attention to yourself. I was, no. like, yelling at the TV, what are you doing? Why are you shining a flashlight right at it? Like, she is stupid. I'm... Very. Dude, I, oh, man. I'm... I, I think my blood pressure went up like 12 points just for that show. Yes. I was pissed. I don't even get that pissed at shows like that. But I'm going to finish yeah, the was, season. It's a short I'm season. I'm going to finish it too. Yep. It'll only be a couple episodes long. <sighs> All right. I mean, a couple. Yeah. So, I mean, I watch it, but still. Um, it's, yeah. Mm, nah. And also, like, the daughter who's supposed to be watching her her brother, like, come out of, like, this is really selfish, I thought. Yeah. There are two things that bother me about that daughter is she's very typical of, like, an American white privileged teenager she's like i'm just gonna take off and leave even though my mom told me to stay and even though my brother who's coming down from you know his meth addiction or whatever heroin or whatever he's on you know i'm gonna just leave him by himself and then he started seizing up man she, he could have died which is really selfish of her yeah. then this is the other thing i was like wait a second is she cleaning up vomit with her hair not tied back so is her hair dangling into that vomit right now <laughs> that was another thing i was thinking Ugh. you're the her only person that would notice off. that Ugh, puke. Ugh, she got puke in her hair. You know what I do when I clean my house? Put a hair bonnet on. When I paint my house, put a shower cap on. Why do people always leave their hair down and let it fall and stuff? You know what? She, you know what she, guess what? You know what's going to happen to her? Some zombie's going to snatch her up by that hair, and that's how she gonna, that's going to be her demise is that hair. Tie it back, girl. That's why Fringe was such a great show. Fringe <laughs> was a great show because the main character was a woman, and she stayed with that slick back ponytail. She knew yep. what she was doing. Yep. If you're going to be chasing bad guys and shooting guns and doing everything else, Tie that hair back so it's not in your face. Yeah, you know you, be, you don't. Be a real woman. Be a real woman. Be smart. Yeah, you don't have time for that herbal essence. You know what I'm nonsense. saying? If I were in the uh. middle of a zombie apocalypse, my hair would be my hair would be stayed braided back, and I would be in a sports bra because I'm gonna need that support while I'm running, and I'm gonna need <laughs> that hair to be tied back real tight so can't nobody <laughs> grab it. And it can't get caught in nothing. Can you imagine me with my afro running through zombie apocalypse? No, nah, son. They would grab nah, it. Sports they bra. Would grab strap these. <laughs> Strap my chest down so I can get, get get the sneakers on, get my best Nikes, get my whatever. I don't even know what kind of Nikes I have upstairs. Some lunar glides, get my lunar glides on with my insult. <laughs> you know I would get my cargo pants. <laughs> <laughs> but see, what's going to happen is they're not. But the thing about the cargo pants, you should get a backpack, like a, like a, like a runner's backpack, not the cargo shorts, because those will hold you back. They aren't aerodynamic. And what's going to happen is you're going to be running and they're going to be bouncing off your thighs. And that's just... like, it's going to make it hard for you to run at your full potential. You See? just never know when you need it, though. You don't necessarily have to fill them up then, but at some no, point, no. But you can, But they even have cargo shorts with just one pocket. I've seen those. Those aren't that bad. One pocket on one thigh. What's one the, smallish? That's even on one worse. Those, nah, they look more tailored. They look nicer. Nah, if you're gonna do cargo shorts, man, just get two pockets. Nah, stupid. 
see and 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 if if you're running from the uh from the zombie apocalypse and you're wearing yoga pants which are suitable for that type of activity mm. i would not judge you Nah, you need better pants than that anyway you need something a little thicker you need like a really good like you need a different kind of pants i don't know what kind of pants what kind of pants would you wear in a zombie apocalypse if you're a woman um, cargo pants. Something, something that's gonna protect your. How dare you? Something is that gonna protect your. No, like, like safari, like safari like, pants. Same thing, like combat pants. Those canvas type pants. Yeah. That will probably. But something have that would have to be fitted sides. though. Had to be fitted. See. Oh, it would have to have one of those uh, waistbands that has like a belt thing attached to it. You know, where you can adjust it, make sure they don't fall off. What if it's like, what if a zombie grabs your pants? What looks gonna happen is zombie's gonna grab one of those pockets. See, we're we're getting too far ahead of ourselves right now. Okay, sorry. All right. We're getting too far ahead of ourselves because I was. I do have the zombie survival. I have the zombie survival guide upstairs. Yeah. I read what they what they say what she should wear. I was about to start, you know, telling you about this the the certain hatchet that you need to have with you. There's a hatchet that you can <laughs> use while you're running versus the yes. one that you'll just have strapped to your back for when you're stationary and swinging it. But we're not going to go there. Okay. We're not going there. Anyway, I'm. The, I'm done. the moral of the story is. Fear of the Walking Dead is a terrible show, but we'll continue watching it. Yeah. It's fun, though. The thing is, it's, it's fun to me. It's still a fun show. It's fun. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's a fun, fun show. They still do a good job of storytelling and building suspense. Yeah. But, but everything is just predicated around people doing stupid things. Right. You caught up on Mr. Robot yet? Uh, no, I'm only on episode five. I'm on the episode after. What, what, remember the evil core guy tried to, like, he's trying to seduce the wife or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that I'm on that episode. Okay, it gets worse. So I gotta keep. Yeah. So someone says to me that they're thinking that the, that because we're not caught up yet. But so is the wife kind of the brains behind the whole thing? Uh, you'll you'll get a better idea of it once you get towards okay, because the... like all the shady stuff that that guy's doing, like sleeping with men, trying to seduce his boss's yeah. wife or whatever, all that stuff he's doing is. Like, it's like she knows about it. It's not oh, a she, she's definitely gangster. And you, you know, okay. You, you'll find it out, I think, in another two episodes. What race is she supposed to be? Are they like Russian or Italian? Or... They're like Ukrainian or something. I don't know. Yeah, Slo- Slovakian or something. Yeah. Something with a, yeah, something like Slovakian, that. Slovakian, shout out to Donald Trump's wife, <laughs> the yeah. illegal immigrant. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> hmm. Taking all the our immigrant. jobs. Say she's taking our jobs, taking yeah. our modeling jobs. But I'm looking. So I can't get no work. I'm looking forward to this season finale. Uh, yeah, season finale. Um, unfortunately, which they, will be airing when? Um, it will be airing Wednesday, September second, I believe. Okay. Hey, hey, you know what airs tonight? Tonight is so you know Tuesday. Premieres tonight. Yep. I think Drunk History starts tonight, doesn't it? Does it? It I, comes on after Tosh Point Is that tonight or tomorrow night? I think it's tonight. I don't know. I've, Drunk history tonight. I've been watching it on Hulu, so I, I'm my dates are off. Isn't it freaking hilarious? It's a hilarious show. Drunk history is so great, and you actually learn something. That's what I love. Remember at San Diego Comic Con, and that girl was like, "You helped me pass my history final." Yes. No, I learned so much from Drunk History. Like, like that, like the Rosa Parks episode. I didn't know all that stuff happened with the Rosa yes. Parks stuff. That, that was, was funny. great. I was like, "Yes, we got some black people." It's been a couple of real funny ones like that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Drunk history tonight. You know what? Uh, that the uh, another period show is actually yes. kind of funny too. Oh, I've been watching that too. My roommate's just like, "This show is gross." I love it. It's so gross, but it's really funny. That's what I like. Yeah, a reality show in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All right. So that takes care of that. Um, nope. Rick and Morty. Oh. 
Still so good. Another good episode. Still and so Stephen good. Colbert was the voice of the guy in the multiverse. It was great. Or mini. What do you call them? Microverse. Microverse. The microverse. Well, there was the microverse, the miniverse, and the teeny Miniverse and the tinyverse. Yeah, teenyverse. <laughs> at, at first, I thought that this was kind of a, I was like, oh, they're about to go down the whole Inception path. But then I realized, just, just like with every other Rick and Morty episode, it's, it's always about something bigger. Something bigger, yeah. And this one, you know, the way that I saw it was um, because they were making different universes work to power themselves. If you don't know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, just go watch it. I can't really explain it. But to me, that actually kind of mirrored like the whole class struggle where, oh, yeah. where the rich have the middle class working for them who have, you know, the poor working for them and so forth. Yes. And it's actually, I was like. Because remember how he kept every, when the universes kept getting smaller, yeah. how like more nondescript the people looked. That is a good remember, point. Remember because they were kind of like, yeah, yeah. Because remember by the time you get to the teeny-verse, the teeny or the mini-verse, the mini-verse, the people were all just like white blobs kind of. So if, I wonder what the teeny-verse looked like. Were they just little specks then? Stick figures? That's actually a really good point. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> Everybody, please watch Rick and Morty. You are missing out completely. Best show on TV. Best show yes, on TV. All 12 of you listening to us, tell your friends like, to listen to us. We can all talk about it. For everyone who, who shat upon Community, Community was one of the Community was one of the best shows on TV. It was one of the most you intelligent You know what? I shows. couldn't get into it. I know. And I kept <gasps> trying. I just couldn't get into it. I couldn't. And I love Donald Glover, but I couldn't get into it. Skip the first season. Just skip the first season. Oh, see, okay. And that's what, what so I DVR'd the first season. I watched almost every episode of the first season. And I just was like, meh. Nah. Skip the first season. Because by the second season, they realized what the show was. One of the most intelligent. Yeah, John Oliver was on it. One of the most intelligent shows I've ever mm-hmm. seen. It was, I was like, every week I was like, these, they are geniuses. Dan Harmon is a genius. And he is a genius. Uh, John Oliver was on it, and that's why I Yes, liked it. he was also on it. Funny. Oh, man, such a good show. Rest in peace. All right. Yeah, RIP community. Any, uh, any comics this week? Uh, I just picked up Lazarus so I can watch that because you said it needs to be a TV show. So I'm like, yeah. all right, so I got Lazarus sitting here. I should have that read by the week out because I, I am going to Vegas on Friday. So now I have something to read on the plane. So I have these three books to read on the plane. That just doesn't seem right. Like you're going to Vegas reading a comic book. I always read on airplanes. That's how I catch up on my reading. It makes sense. It's just so weird. Though. I either read or I sleep. And I also do that too, so people don't talk to me on the plane. I put my earplugs in. I don't even put in headphones. I put in earplugs. I look at the person next to me while I put the earplugs in, push them in there, <laughs> and then open my book up. Like I'm looking at them like, see how I'm doing right now? Don't talk to me. And then I start reading my book. I don't know. Strangely enough, people don't talk to me on planes. <laughs> it's because you're a big, scary black guy. No. Little do they know you're magical. I am well-spoken. Right. And articulate. you're not scary. And you know that just by looking at me. It's okay. Yep. But yeah, you'll, you'll enjoy Lazarus. I, I think you will. Um, nothing really, nothing really new or fresh this week in comics for me. I've, I've been reading some of those Secret War series. A few of them are good. What do you think? What is a secret? I have Secret War. How many Secret Wars are there? Because I have a trade upstairs from a long time ago called Secret War that I read. Well, there, there have been, th- not counting this current one, there have been three. There was okay. Secret War. I have the original. Yeah, Secret Wars Secret from War the 80s. Secret War is the one where they go to like Russia and it's like, no, okay, so not the no, 80s. No, no, no. I have the one from nah. 2000. Now nah, we're talking about, see, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it back on you. Yeah, there was a okay. Secret Wars in the 80s where they flew all the good guys and the bad guys to some place and they fought 
and it was weird. That's when Spider Man. That's stupid. That's when Spider Man got the black costume. That's really what it was all about. Okay. Um, Getting Spider Man a new costume. And then a few years after that, there was Secret Wars two, which was kind of the same thing, but not nearly as good. And mm-hmm. and then about ten years or so ago, they had Secret War, where. That's where they go to Russia and they find like fake super soldiers yeah. that were like mute, mute, mutated. Exactly. So that's the one that I yeah. read. Okay, so I actually can't believe I actually remember that because it's been years since I've read that it. That one was kind of weird, but it was, uh, it was. I liked it. Was it. Cool. it was creepy and weird. I liked it. Was it was cool. Yeah. And it actually. I don't even remember how it ended. It actually tied into like Secret Invasion, things Secret like that. Secret Invasion. So that yeah, was pretty cool. It did, yeah. And so this one is Secret Wars, and this is, I guess, the one to end all of the Secret Wars because they basically just took everything and shut everything down, crumpled it all together, uh, made a patchwork of stories, and then they're going to come out of it with a pretty much a fully relaunched Marvel Universe. Which is- I have a question to ask you about Marvel Universe. Go for it. What happened to the Infinity Gauntlet? Remember all the stones all broke apart? Okay. So Did they ever tie that in? Because I, ha- I might have those upstairs that I haven't read them because I got so bored. I got so bored. I was like, when are we going to wrap this up? I didn't. Are you, are you talking about, well, which one are you talking about? Are you talking about the one from like a year ago? A year ago. Oh, from like a year ago. Yeah. Remember? And they and remember they caught Captain America and got rid of him? Yeah. Got, because they were going to destroy oh, a universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Captain America remembered. What happened with okay, that ending? Okay, so that. I, I, I lost interest so bad with that. Okay. So here's, let me, let me put my nerd cap on for a second. All right. All right. I feel like I just got three shades paler. All right. <laughs> um, so basically, so you're, you're basically talking about the Hickman run of Avengers where they, they were. Yes. Okay. So that is yes. essentially what led into Secret Wars. Okay. Uh, so all the time travel kind of broke, you know, broke the space time continuum. And yes, then, yes, I remember that. Man, I feel like I'm losing some hood points right now. So the, it broke up the space-time continuum, and on top of that, they were going around collecting the stones. Well, th- yes. that was just further breaking things down even more. Like So like the fabric of space right. and time was just deteriorating. Um, and th- remember Thanos, and Thanos had grabbed those dudes that were like tricking people. They were some creepy, the people that he grabbed were so creepy, yeah. and they were killing each other. They're still rolling with them right now. So, okay. so jump ahead. So... Uh, through a series of events where, you know, infinity stones were, were missing and breaking up and tearing down. Somehow yes. all of this comes back to Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom. Okay. At the end of the day. Who's so great. He's like one of my favorite. He's villains. a great villain. And I'm not doing the story justice, but it, it was kind of a convoluted explanation, but basically Dr. Doom was behind all this and he became the ultimate overlord of all existence. Okay, right. So I think I did get to that point. Right. So as soon as, uh, right when when the multiverse was about to break down and disappear forever, Dr. Doom did something where he salvaged parts of reality and created this patch world planet called Battle World. And that is what Secret Wars is based upon. So basically, Secret Wars is every popular storyline in Marvel history including some of the multiverses, you know, all collected into one, one thing. And then Ew. parts of those are going to survive and become continuity of, of the Marvel universe. You know what it sounds mm-hmm. like? The new 52? Darkest Night. It sounds like Darkest Night. It's very much like that. Wait, okay. Uh, the, other thing, the other thing about Marvel and DC, 
is that they're not slick. Mm-hmm. They're not slick. They they recycle <laughs> each other's storylines. Yeah, well, they, they do. They recycle each other's storylines. So. so Darkest Night was a story where all of these, in the DC universe, were all, this is from a couple of years ago, where all these uh, dead DC people came back to life as like kind of like zombies mm-hmm. almost. They were like undead. So that was that whole thing. So so it was like this crossover. It was all yeah. these different Superman. It was all these. It was like every single character that has ever died. Yeah. And, uh, Aqua Aquaman's wife, or uh, what, did Aquaman die? It was all these people that had died, and they all brought him back. And so all of these different storylines were crossing over. It's almost like when you go to like Hulk, uni- Hulk Planet or whatever Planet Hulk, and there's like a million Hulks. Yep. It's like you don't need this many, and that was what they did with that. Darkest Night was like so confusing, and I was kind of like, "Ooh, it's gonna be this great story." Blah blah blah. I'm reading it, and I'm just like. There's way too many people involved in this right now, and everyone's coming back from the dead. Yeah. Everyone's coming back from the dead. It just because there was like what wasn't there like a, a ring? It was like a a new blackest. Uh, yeah, ring black lantern. Black ring. Black lantern. Black. Thank you. Why black it gotta be the black ring. lantern? It just because it's darkest. It's blackest day. And brightest and then brightest night or what is it? Darkest. Brightest day or darkest night. Darkest nope. night. Yes, and so then it was, and then brightest day came after that, and after that I was like, okay, I'm done yeah. right now with you and the story, DC. I'm done. Yeah, I was, I was brightest day, and it was just like, all right, let's wrap it up, make another story, boo, get out of here, don't like it. So Secret Wars is it's kind of like that, um, but basically what they're doing is it, the, at the end of the day they're taking a few months off of their normal publishing schedule, and they're just allowing Which the creators just to make up stories. Yes, I hate that. Oh, I hate it because then it makes me lose interest again. I lose. It's kind interest. of a gamble. I always get. St- it's kind oh. of a gamble, but you know. Side stories with Hawkeye. I don't. Yeah. I don't care about side stories with Hawkeye. But you know, once it's over, they're going to go back to pretty much the same thing. They're just they're just going to mix up the characters a little bit. But I, right. I think this is really an excuse to to bring a few alternate characters into the fold. So Squirrel so Girl? they killed Wolverine in the comics, but they're going to bring yes, back Old Man Logan. Now remember mm-hmm. that was that was a good story from a few years ago, so popular mm-hmm. that now Marvel is going to make that part of the normal continuity. Uh, okay. They're also going to use it for as a reason to bring Miles Morales, aka the new Spider-Man. Black Spider-Man, yes, into the <laughs> into the Marvel universe and a few other characters and and to, and to mix some people. Mm-hmm. Up. So that's really what it comes down to. They're they're just trying to mix th- some things up. One thing that I will applaud them on though. I will applaud them on their diversity efforts. Yes, I, I, I appreciate that. But Marvel's always, in my opinion, been pretty good. Not good enough, but pretty good with adding the diversity. Here's an interesting stati- statistic. Is Black Adam black? He's like Egyptian or something. Okay, because that I always thought was a little yeah. racist. I was like, so Black Adam is black, huh? Oh, okay, that's what's up. But he's, he's hard. He's hard. He is, but, you I know. know. Um, Anyways. Oh. So I think like three years ago, there were no, there were no, um, there were no comics in Marvel's roster in which the lead character was a woman. And I think as okay. of this fall, they're going to have 16 in which the lead character is, is a woman. Um, you know, they're also expanding their diversity by not just, not just including more characters of color, but actually including more creators of color who are involved in these storylines as well, which okay. that was the one thing that I was kind of, you know, I was kind of on like, it's, it's cool to introduce the characters, 
But why don't we get some people who actually, you know, know the stories to really get in there? Like they like what what they did yeah. with Miss Marvel, where they had G Willow Wilson uh, come in, who is a Muslim woman. Uh, I think she's Pakistani, and she's writing a Pakistani character, so she really identifies uh-huh. with what this young girl is going through, and it and it seems very yes. authentic. It doesn't seem contrived at all. I think that's perfect, and I applaud them for that. I am sick of people who are who are like. Oh, it just sucks. It, you know, they're, they're just they're just forcing this diversity just to, I mean, just to make it look like they're hitting the quote. I'm like, dude, let them do it. Like, right. And what do you like, care? Let them do it. If the story is good. Right. It's what good. do you care? Don't buy it if you don't want right. to read it. You know, like, that's all you got to do. Don't buy it if you don't want to read it. Shut you up. know, people were actually protesting Ms. Marvel when it came out a couple years ago because they were like. Because that's all Americans know how to do is complain about stuff that isn't right. important. Before it even happens. So like, oh, they're just yeah. trying to spread this Muslim agenda. This is America. And because that is an agenda. And I it guess. became the most popular selling title at Marvel at the time. So right. I mean, but those are those same people who say all lives matter, but you know. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> I disagree with that, but that's not for this. Okay. So I'm <laughs> I'm good with that. So that's the week in comics, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I think it's time to go into your favorite segment, which is called Black Girl Hand Clap. Oh, so what do you have for us this week? Black Girl Hand Clap. This week, what I have for you in Black Girl Hand Clap, it's not so much, it's not going to be too much clapping going on, but it's going to say this, and I'm saying this on behalf of all of my fellow nerds, baby nerds, geeks, little geeks, you know, people who have like a little bit of geekdom to them. I have an issue with adults who criticize other adults for things that they deem childish or immature, not appropriate. But these are the same people who tell you when you go to the movies and you say, oh, I just saw Inside Out. Oh, I just saw the Pixar movie. Oh, I just saw the Dream of the Works movie. And it's like, oh, you wouldn't saw that? Of course you'd go see that. Oh, so then I say, well, what did you see? Oh, we saw the new Tyler Perry Mm. movie. And then I'm looking at them like, Hmm. You're judging me for watching a really extremely well-made, well-executed animated movie. And you went and saw a movie that got 1% in Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Who here is in the wrong? Anybody who's... <laughs> I have for years. What's that? I was going to say, anybody who's a fan of Tyler Perry is wrong. But continue. But here's the killer part, though. For my whole entire adult life, when I have gone to, if I'm watching reruns of Hey Arnold, SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, Avengers um, Unlimited or whatever the show's called, I'm watching Young Titans, or what was it? Young 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 Justice. Justice. Young Justice, Teen Titans. I'm watching... Uh, Star Wars Rebels, I'm watching Star Wars uh, Clone Wars, I'm watching all these, and then I have these people that are like criticizing me and making fun of me, and first and foremost, I'm gonna tell you this right now, it doesn't hurt my feelings, because guess what? I look 10 years younger than you, because I watch the things that are more innocent and better entertained. The thing is this, all those things are smarter than everything that you're watching. They're more entertaining than anything you're watching. They're more original than what you're watching. Because the stuff that you're watching is absolute garbage. Your stuff is more fictional than my science fiction. Everything that you watch in those movies. And here's the thing. 
I don't care that you're watching a Tyler Perry movie or another Adam Sandler movie or some other really, really terrible movie. Like, that's on you. That's, that's how you want to spend your time. Feel free. I'm not even judging you because I don't care. But how dare you turn around and tell me that I'm childish or immature or that I need to watch more adult things because, and they don't say them in those exact words, but they say them in these real petty kind of ways, you know, where they're just like, oh, you're oh watching you watch that. You wouldn't that? watch that. Oh, you watch uh. it. Oh, you would. Not, I'm about to start cussing right now. <laughs> like, yes, bitch, I Uh-oh. am. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Cartoons and science fiction and everything are so fun and so smart, and then just they're entirely, completely entertaining. Like they they give you like some kind of like glimmer of sunshine in your life. A really poorly written romantic comedy, which has the exact same ending where the guy gets the girl, and every single ending the girl gets the guy. That's the guy she wants. She makes a fool out of herself, so she gets to have him. That is not reality. It's fake, and it gives you big, fat, lonely women false hope. That's what it does. But now when I'm watching these science fiction movies and I'm watching in these old comics and everything else, yo, Dick Tracy was talking into a watch. Guess what we have now? Yep. Apple Watches. Yep. There's so many things. What's his name? Like, even in that, even remember in Get Smart, he was talking to Maxwell Smart. Stuff. There are, you know, there are so many things that are now reality. You know what will never be a reality? Anything that Tyler Perry ever talked about. <laughs> Are you saying that an 80-year-old grandmother can't walk around the streets toting a gun and uh, just talking to anyone the way she wants, any way she wants to? No, but a grown man in a dress with lipstick and a wig on can. <laughs> I, I cannot disagree with you at all. You know, <laughs> that sound effect. I, I, I cannot disagree with you. Um, you know, my, my thing about it is, you know, I, I'm, I'm like you in that I don't, I don't actively go out and, and criticize people's choices for watching whatever they want to watch. There's, there's something for everybody. So if you, if, if you truly enjoy watching Tyler Perry movies and that's what gets you your jollies or whatever, that's cool. Enjoy that. Don't come to me, though. Don't come to me talking about, uh, I don't see how you can sit through three hours of Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit or whatever. It's just corny. Uh, it's just, don't give a damn about no hobbits and no trolls and no whatever, whatever, you know, people, sometimes people just want something that seems just realistic. Like you understand that none of, like you just said, none of Tyler Perry's movies are realistic. First and foremost, none of Adam Sandler's movies right. are realistic, and they and they don't have to be. There's, none of Vince Vaughn's movies are realistic. They're escapist. That's perfectly fine. Don't try yes. to pull me into your whole little reality trap when what you're watching is just as fake as The Hobbit. But this is this is actually my plea to everyone out there, and it's it's one reason why I don't make as big of a deal about Tyler Perry publicly as I probably could, because I know. I have things that I want to do. And if I don't act upon them, then I am no better than anybody else. And if you are a creative type and you're fed up with, for lack of a better example, the Tyler Perry's of the world and the Adam Sandler's of the world always getting what they want, then you need to go out and you just need to do something and finish it. And step by step, we'll introduce the world to new 
bigger, better, bolder ideas. And one day we will wash this planet of the filth that is Tyler Perry. That's all <laughs> I got to say. And also, hey, here's the killer part, though. South Park be knowing. Remember on South Park, Tyler Perry showed up and Token kept giving him a dollar. Every time he makes some stupid joke, Token would give him a dollar. And Sam said, Token, by the way, everyone, Token is the one black kid yeah. in school. So he says, Token, if you don't stop giving him money, he'll never yes. go away. Please stop giving him money. He's not funny. He's not funny at all. Even the last movie, my grandma, my sister, my sister took my grandma to the last movie. And even my grandma, she said that my grandma said, well, that wasn't very funny, was it? Or that, was, that wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Even mm. my grandma's finally figured it out that it's just not good. It's just too contrived. I just, uh, like, there were times where there were family gatherings at my mother's house. Sometimes someone would break out, not, not even a Tyler Perry movie, but one of the old plays. Yeah, what? the plays. Oh! I'm just yeah. like, please let me go sit at the kids' table or something. I actually think I have one of the DVDs over there my grandma let me borrow because this is like before, mm. you know, I was like really understanding the horribleness of Tyler Perry and I'm just like, grandma, really? Like I, I watch, I, I watch, I watch anything my grandma makes me watch. You know how that goes. You, you watch stuff that makes your grandma happy. You take her to restaurants. You don't want to eat it because it makes her happy. You watch things she wants to watch because it makes her happy. You make this woman happy. How many years she have left? You know, let's make her as happy as possible, you know? That being said, how many years do you all have left? You can walk out in the street tomorrow and get hit by a car. Enjoy the life you have now. Keep your opinions to yourself. Watch a few cartoons and be happy about it. Diversify your bonds. You know what I'm saying? Diversify your bonds. <laughs> you know, watch, watch something different. And that's my black girl hand clap. Keep your opinions about what I'm watching to yourself. Keep your opinions about what I'm doing to yourself. It has nothing to do with you. Last I checked, the cartoon that I watched was better than anything that you've ever seen. Wow. Because you have horrible taste in movies and TV. Hey, by the way, Grey's Anatomy is hot garbage. You know what's better? Clone Wars. So get up <laughs> out of here with that. Yo, anything... Well, I'm not going to talk about the Shondaverse at all. Uh, this. Hey, I like Scandal. <laughs> and you were part of the problem. See? <laughs> all right, so here's what we'll do. You know what? I like scandal. Nah, what... We can all have our flaws. Okay, as long as as long as you admit that it's a flaw, I will accept it. Hey, I, I'm all for black women getting them some white men. That's right. Take them, girl. Get you a bad white dude. A married white. Okay, that's all good. The other one, I wasn't married. Oh, I haven't watched it past like the third episode of season one, so I don't know. Yeah, no, no, no. Honestly, the first couple seasons I was, like, really hating because I'm just like, he's so mediocre. Like, you're really trying to go hard for this mediocre white dude with no eyebrows? Absolutely not. But then when Scott Foley showed up, oh, he's fine. Yeah, it's all good. When, when, the, when the new season <laughs> comes around, yeah, we'll go in on some scandal then. I'll watch it just to <laughs> taunt you. <laughs> good show. Actually, I won't. Anyway. You'll watch it. So that concludes this week's episode of the Curly Nerd Podcast. As always, really as always, please write us, tweet us, Facebook us. Like us. Like us. Tell your friends. Yes. I'm going to hit y'all heavy. Tell a friend and tell a friend. I'm going to hit y'all heavy with the, with, the, with the like campaign this week because you will like us. You will accept you us. You will like us. The, this is the podcast you're looking for. Yes. Yes. Please comment. If you listen to it, 
whether you listen to it on SoundCloud, if you listen to it on SoundCloud, at least comment. I saw some of y'all listening yes. to it. At least comment. Call me whack. Whatever you want to do, just comment. Say whatever you want. Let's... We don't care. We don't care. You can say whatever you want. Sunny side, man. I don't care. We're gonna still be. We're gonna. <laughs> anyway, we'll be next. CD. We'll be back <laughs> next time. Hopefully, uh, talking about the Mr. Robot season finale. We will talk yes. about how much more we hate Fear the Walking Dead and whatever yep. else comes our way. And there are two videos, I think, coming up soon, I believe, right? Yes. Uh, I won't say what they are just yet, but uh, we're, okay. we're about to hit you guys with the YouTube videos. Yes. Yeah. We're hitting you all over the all over the face with it. With the vlog. With the vlog, <laughs> yeah. It's not a, not a good Stupid analogy word. at all on my end. Yes. But, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yep. So, uh, until next time. All right. Bye, y'all. Peace.